We're good. Anthony says we're good. We're good. We're good. We are good. Who are you texting? Lauren. Aw. Cute. Hey, babe. Miss you. She says hi. Aw. That's sweet. She told me to tell you that last time and I forgot. Wow. She loves me. Mm-hmm. Are you threatened? What? We might hook up. You don't know. She could <laughs> leave you for me. It's I could possible. see I could see her swinging both ways. It's possible. Everyone's swinging both ways these days. Joe Biden's president. Everyone's gay. I'm not. Hop in the train, baby. Not yet. Not after these next four years. Everyone's yeah. going to be a little bit gay. Maybe. You know what I don't like? I don't know if I mentioned this before, but guys are always like, oh, girls, girls get to hook up with whoever they want and it's not gay. They can just hook up with whoever they want and it's totally normal. But if I hook up with a guy that I'm gay and it's like, well, change the stereotype. Why don't you lay, lay that pipe down in someone's mouth and be the pioneer of swinging both ways and doing gay stuff? Don't be afraid. Put your dick in someone's mouth. Have fun. Let loose. Come on. That's what life's about. If we've learned anything after this pandemic, it's to put yourself out there. Take risks. Do what you've never done before. Suck a guy off and <laughs> don't let it change who you are. Just, you know, do it to have that experience. Tell your, you know, have it be a story you get to tell at parties. You're like, yeah, I'm not gay, but, you know. I did let my homie suck me off one time just to, just for funsies. You guys can start hooking up for fun. It doesn't need to be a big deal. But anyway. Yup. That's uh that's my take on everything. That's my hot take <laughs> for the week. It's a great way to start. I think it's a great way to start. Let loose. Get your b-hole loose a little bit. Get in there. I was talking, I, or, oh my God, that's so psycho. My brain is so messed up that I'm like, I started this out as I was talking to someone. I was literally watching a TikTok about this. I was watching a TikTok where they brought up a good point. If a guy asks you how many people you've slept with or like what your body count is, would you consider times that you haven't came or had an orgasm as- As a dude? Yeah. Or as a girl. Like if someone's like, how many people have you slept with? Would you count the times that you didn't finish? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Hmm. Because if we're counting that, I'm a virgin. <laughs> I am a pure, innocent woman who loves the Lord. Yeah, I guess you're still having sex, right? It, yeah. But then, oh, I wish I remembered what the... Let me see if I can pull it up because they made, like, an analogy, which sometimes analogies aren't, like... You can't really use an analogy sometimes because they're There's different There's some things. pretty dumb analogies for, like, why dudes can be sluts and girls can't. Yeah. Like the lock and key thing. What's the lock and key thing? Like, if you have a lock or if you have a key that opens, like, many doors, that's a great key. But if you have... A lock that can be opened by all different types of keys and that's a shitty lock i'm not a locksmith <laughs> i'm a bit confused on that i can't find the tiktok the key is the dick and the lock is the puss the key is the dick and the lock is the puss the key is the dick like if and you the have lock a, if is you have a puss. key yeah it only opens open, no 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 and you open you can open like any car with that 
key. No. I'm just saying. No one's brain. No, but see, that analogy sucks because a key only works for one door, one you lock. You a special key. You guys think that their key is so special. I've I don't never seen. I've never met a dick where I go, wow, this is a special key right here. No, it doesn't work like no, that. I'm not, I started this by saying it's a dumb analogy. I know, and I'm agreeing that it is a dumb analogy. Let me see if I can pull. I need to find this goddamn ticky. I'm not going to find it. Whatever. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Joe Biden's president. Sexy Joe. Move over, Sleepy Joe. He's sexy Joe now. He's going to be dead Joe in a few fucking months. I know. He's, you know, oof. I feel like, yeah, I mean, everyone's dying. Right? I feel like I hear about people dying all the time now. Yeah. It'd be crazy if he got COVID and died. Are you throwing a conspiracy out there? I'm just saying. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I don't know. My other sister got COVID. I can't believe I'm the only one who hasn't gotten COVID. And you've been the most reckless. I've been the most reckless. I'm going to see my sister in a couple days. Oh, I'm going to be in Arizona when this comes out. I'm going to be in Arizona. I'm doing don't tell comedy shows. Look up donttellcomedy.com or something like that. Or just Google don't tell comedy Arizona. I'm doing shows January 27th, 28th, and 29th, I think. It should be like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or maybe like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I forget. But that'll be fun. And then I'm going to be in Texas in February. So check allymakofsky.com for my shows coming up i don't have many so you know if you're in texas you better come the f out because who knows when i'll be back hopefully soon people still are asking about texas are you gonna go to texas what do you think about everyone going to texas i'm not going there Uh uh-uh i'm not moving i like it here i'm happy here people will be back they'll be back maybe not who cares i'm gonna take over the town who are you texting i'm not texting i was writing down that I need to put your dates in. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Anthony. My sister, who was on the pod on the phone the other week, she thinks that I bully Anthony. She doesn't even know what Anthony looks like. He looks like raggedy-ass Post Malone. No, you look like a buff. Like if Post Malone, just like instead of smoking cigarettes, smoked like whey protein powder. <laughs> That's kind of what Anthony looks like. And my sister finally saw him the other day because I posted a picture of him on my Instagram and she goes, wait, that's what Anthony looks like? And I'm like, yeah, you think that I'm bullying him? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Anyway, I want to start out with some questions that I got. Okay. Was okay. there good ones? I don't know. Let's find out. What are the struggles of being your own boss? Says Angel underscore J underscore Castaneda. Well, first thing is... I don't know how to be a boss. I don't know how to be like a boss as bitch, but I don't know how to be like a boss with like, like how to do taxes as like a, you know, what's it called? An independent contractor or like personal private business or something. All that stuff, confusing as hell. I thought I was going to get into comedy, tell jokes, get money, get paid under the table, like babysitting, but with jokes. You have to do all this tax stuff. It's so confusing. And then 
you get like you know tax write-offs that's confusing i'm like it's toilet paper write-off like i have to go to the bathroom to tell jokes you know so the, all that is that's the struggle really and also like being accountable for yourself and like what you're doing and all the thought process behind like it's all the weird like in between stuff of comedy like marketing yourself that's disgusting i'm like can i just post thirst traps on instagram is that being a business owner i don't know and then like you know, I do my own website and all that stuff. That's, you know, hard. The comedy stuff, performing, that's the easiest part. Um, my dream gig. I would really like to have an hour, like an hour show that I can perform at Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. I think that'd be really fun. You know who's special I just watched recently again? Hmm. James A. Caster. He has like a four-part comedy special on Netflix. Search James A. Caster. I was dying. There's at least one joke in every, in each of the four like parts of this that have me like crying laughing. It's so good. So good. I love him, but I don't know if I necessarily have, like, a dream gig, like, like, it's crazy because I already got to do an arena, which is, like, the coolest thing ever. I think my dream gig would be able to, like, headline my own arena show. That'd be gnarly. Yeah, it would. So, I think something like that would be fun, or, like, even just, like, my first special, that would be a dream gig, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But there's nothing like, it's not like a wedding where I like have this idea of like exactly what it is. Because I think if you have this one idea, I think that's the thing that kind of messes people up is they have like one fixed idea of what their like dream thing is. And I think it's good to have that in mind because it like pushes you to want that. But sometimes when you have one thing in mind and then it happens, if you're lucky enough, Like, then there's so many expectations for it, and that's just, that's a lot. I like to just kind of take things as they come. That's my, that's my vibe. Um, Someone said they're locked in their room with COVID for a week. What are they supposed to do with their time? Go on Omegle, talk to strangers. Um... Ooh, I've been binge watching my 600 pound life. (sighs) You know, it's messed up because I identify with them so much. They're like, food is the only thing that makes me happy. And I'm like, I get it. (laughs) I get it. And they're like, I eat breakfast. And then while I'm eating breakfast, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to eat next. And I'm like, yes. And they get big. They get big and it sucks because it's always like a loved one who becomes their caretaker so it's like not even like their husband or their wife anymore it's just like their caregiver or like their food delivery person like that's all if you marry someone who has like a weight problem like that that's that severe like 700 pounds your loved ones just become like helpers Mm -hmm. it becomes this weird dynamic and also a lot of them it's messed up because they're going the whole point of the show is like 
they're trying to lose weight to be eligible for um, like a stomach surgery to shrink their stomach. But so much of it is all psychological. It's all of this like trauma and like, you know, all of this like mental stuff that they need to work on first. Like they're never going to like have long term uh, healthy patterns if they still have this like stuff unresolved baggage that they haven't dealt with because that's why they're eating they're not eating because they're just like hungry they're eating because that's their like that's their drug Mm -hmm. and so you have to treat it like drug addiction or any sort of addiction you can't just get surgery to shrink your stomach because then these people eat through their shrunken stomach expand it and then get big again where do you watch that tlc on hulu it is good and then don't even get me started on thousand pound sisters i love those girls (laughs) oh my god it's insane but then it makes me feel kind of bad watching because it's so like it's too depressing for me to watch yeah it gets depressing and you also just want to shake them and be like you can do this like you have to believe in yourself and it sucks because the doctor who does the surgery he's always like This is a matter of life or death for you. And you know that these people, a lot of them, don't care about dying. That's not like a big wager for them. Mm -hmm. Life or death is a scary possibility for someone who's living a full life. But when your life consists of you laying in bed, eating a large pizza, and having your brother wash the rolls under your stomach, death doesn't sound that bad. That's so gross. And life doesn't seem that, you know close to reach like when you're using your stomach as a plate yes that's too much are there ditties what they're big ditties what is that titties oh but with a d they're big ditties (laughs) so gross yeah it's like too big and then the guy i'm seeing was like how much how much how much weight do you want to gain no how much how much money to suck the dude off we were watching one of the episodes he's like how much money would it take for you to suck that dude off one of the oh there's dudes in it my, my 600 pound life yeah it's all types of people women. no and there's one to brother and sister i only ever see like the the females like the chicks that have like the feeders with them yeah no there's a lot there's of always dudes. like a creepy like guy who's really like, into them being yeah big. like black dude that wears like plaid a lot that's always like just feeding them like way too much mcdonald's and just loves to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain episodes where they definitely have like a significant other that likes them being big. They're called feeders. Or yeah. Something. Yeah. Right. Well, you can make a lot of money as a big person. If you like do cam girl type stuff of you eating. Do you think I could make money doing like mukbang videos? Mukbang? Mukbang? Me just eating? Maybe. I don't know. I wonder if there's a market for me in the food world. Maybe. You have to do really high production on those videos. You have to have good sound quality to get all the slurps and stuff. All you have to do is just turn the gain way up. Yeah. And talk kind of light and then just breathe heavy and eat. I I mean, we've done some mukbang on the pod. For sure. Where I've eaten the sandwich that I just ate before this on cam. Mm -hmm. I I love a good mukbang. It's always gross when it's fish. Yeah, well, when you see, like, the Japanese girls or... um, anyone asian just yeah eating, it's typically eating like the raw salmon yeah or like the um and it's just the grossest the noise. uh the 
octopus or eels yeah and they like move while they're eating them and it's always very phallic it's always like a very phallic object and they like take a big bite in it i'm like this is so well, sexual the whole point of mukbang is like i looked it up the other day and it says like oh you're looking up mukbang well because my girlfriend thought it was like just people eating and i was like no 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 it's like supposed to be sexual yeah the way that like yeah yeah i mean everything comes down to like does this make me horny for sure do i make you horny that's so bad i wish i could do a good austin powers impression do i make no i can't do it yeah baby nope so embarrassing (laughs) so embarrassing um oh yeah the person who's locked in the room with covid a underscore north one you should start making mukbang videos i mean you have to get food delivered to your place you might as well just film it and post it who knows? Someone might enjoy it. You might end up getting paid for it. Also, to anyone who's interested in my foot Instagram, I forgot the password and I can't recover it. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I've tried to get back on. I can't. It won't let me. You can't, like, reclaim the password? No, it won't let me. Just start a new one, I guess. No, only, it's only not worth Allie it. Only feet underscore V2. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. I tried, and it won't let me. But they got a good. They had a good time while they had a good, it lasted. They had a good two month run or whatever it was. Yeah, there's like six or nine photos or something that I posted on there. Talk about exclusive. It's super exclusive <laughs> and like limited release, <laughs> limited edition. I mean, the people who are in there are a lucky group. They're going to be talking about that in a few years, saying I was one of four. <laughs> On Allie's foot Instagram, and one of the four was also Allie's other account. I think so. (laughs) And two of them were, like, my accounts. I only made, like, what, 150 bucks from that? In hindsight, how do you feel about that? Was it a good... Yeah, it was fun. It was a good trial run. Um, I think now I have to lean the other way and just start posting foot photos on my main account. Just saying, here you go. Here's the whole, here's the whole thing. You can just do like toes and then no, if people just, want the whole foot, then they gotta. Pay. No, I think lean the complete opposite way. Just say, just here's my feet. I don't even give a F anymore. Opposite of Annie Letterman. Yeah. Full opposite. I think I'm going to do that because now people are like, oh, there's such high demand and I'm going to go. You know how OnlyFans got kind of like oversaturated. Now I'm just going to say, here's my feet and lower the market for other people because mine are just out there for anyone. No holding back. Hmm. Now's the time to embrace the foot fetish people. Let them have what they want. It's a hard time for everyone. You know, COVID, all that. They deserve feet pics. People have lost jobs. Who am I to take $50 from someone for <laughs> a foot? Um, Someone said... Deciding your next hair color. Cincy underscore kid underscore 23. I don't know what I'm doing with my hair. It just happens once I get to the salon. I just kind of make a last minute decision. I really want... I really want to go like normal. But I don't know what... I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. Wow, what what a vlogger I sound like. Let me know in the comments below what I should do to my hair. Should I either go brunette? Or dark, maybe even like a black, or should I go kind of like blondish? But I'm not going platinum blonde anymore. 
If I'm going blonde, it's going to be like kind of brown at the roots with some blonde, more natural looking, a little shadowy. Let me know. I don't know what to do, but I'm kind of sick of colors. It's just, you know. Oh my God. Where was I? Where was I? Mm. I was at, where was I? Oh my God. I was at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Brag. Mm. And the girl who, they always have them standing so far out from the, they have speakers at Chick-fil-A, but they always have someone standing out there and they're like practically in the street. It's like, just stand by the speaker. Why are they moving? Anyway. So I'm at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru and I'm wearing my mask in my car and, you know, she's taking my order and she goes, she goes, are you Billie Eilish? First of all, Billie Eilish has green roots in black at the ends. I, that, I'm not Billie Eilish, but I'm like, no, I'm not. And she was like, oh my God, I totally thought you were. She was like, I'm not like a huge <clears throat> fan or anything. And she was like, wait, are you Billie Eilish? And I was like, no, I'm not. And she's like, yeah, I'm not really a huge fan, but for a second I thought you were. I'm like, you think Billie Eilish is pulling up in a 2018 Kia Sportage <laughs> at Chick-fil-A alone? Right. To get the chicken sandwich combo with unsweetened iced tea? No. What kind of sauce do you get when you go to Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A sauce and Polynesian sauce. Those are my favorites. Okay. And I, it's hard because they're so difficult to come out of the little packets, but yep. I like to put them on top of my sandwich. So I, I end up just fingering the packet and rubbing it on with my finger and then licking it off. I need a mukbang that. That's pretty sexual. <laughs> but then I'm eating it in the car and all the sauce drips down. Yep. Gets oh, all over your clothes. It's great. Yeah. But I love it. I would do anything for that. Have you ever um, tried the honey roasted barbecue? No, but I saw a TikTok hack where you order the nuggets, the nugget combo. And uh, so then you get the nuggets and you get the waffle fries. And then you um, ask for like a salad box and you put all of them in the salad box, get a bunch of different sauces and then shake it up. It's really good. I bet it is. It's really good. So I, I I mess around with the sauces. You gotta I'm try not... the honey roasted barbecue. Okay. So good. Okay, I'll try it. Um, Santos underscore Garcia ninety three said, "Have you ever hooked up or flirted with your sister's boyfriends or friends' boyfriends?" No. Um, first of all, my sisters are seven and five years older than me, and. When they were, like, having high school boyfriends and stuff, I was just too young. My sister, Courtney, did have a really cute first boyfriend. And I think I, like, kind of, like, young girl flirted with him. Where I, like, not flirted, but, you know, when you just, like, when you're little and, like, you just blush because you think someone's cute. It was kind of like that situation. But I've never, I've never been one to try and make a move on someone who's taken you know what I mean and also my sister's boyfriends I'm not that I'm not toxic like that that's next level stuff I can't do that and another side note my sisters both like pretty like vanilla guys you know like no tattoos wears suits stuff like that that's not for me so it's never been like a ooh, look what they brought home to mama it's always like good for them Good for them. They found someone who fits. Someone said, oh, simply underscore awesome. 
said, does being, does doing stand-up feel as good now as it did before the pandemic? Hell no. It feels weird now because there's no consistency. It feels like my comedy muscles have atrophied and I'm like trying to figure out how to use them again. And it's hard because it's like, am I supposed to just be practicing in the mirror at home? Like, it just feels very weird. Every time I do a show, it feels like the first time in a very long time. So it doesn't feel as good, but at the same time, it it feels good in the sense of like that nervous energy and that excitement because before it was easy to kind of take it for granted. You're like, okay, I'm doing a show tonight, tomorrow, the next night. And so now I, I like get really excited when I have a show because, you know, it's not happening as often. Okay, Tamara Carlos, Carlos, Tamara Carlos said, Hey, Allie, what celeb would play you in a movie about your life? Love from North Carolina. Who do you think, who do you think, Anthony? Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God. Do you think Tim, Tim Tim would play me? He could, he could pull it off. I'm too big. He's small. I'm, I'm plus size compared to Tim. I'm my 600 pound life next to Timmy. Really? He's a little baby boy. Have you seen his legs? Tiny. No. Tiny little, tiny little legs. He's a small baby. Then, if not him, then Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. I would like that. She'd do a good spin on my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, diverse casting. That would be good. Mm-hmm. I would love that. One time I was working at Arclight and Queen Latifah came in. There's no real story behind that, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> cool to see queen latifah when i worked at arclight i saw a lot of celebrities the first time i wasn't even working there yet but we were doing like a i forget what it's called like an orientation and after the orientation we all walked around and they kind of gave us a tour of the inner workings of the movie theater arclight's this like really pretentious movie theater in la and um and the first, after the orientation, we were walking around. First of all, the people who were apply I mean, this was my first job in LA. It was the first job I got. It was very easy to get. It's like McDonald's hiring. They're like, we just need someone to fill the slot. We don't care about you as a person. Just like you're in and you're out. So I'm working at Arclight and in the interview process, they're like, does anyone have questions for us? And this one dude's like, uh, like, are there celebrities who come in here? And he was all invested in like celebrities. He ended up getting fired right away. But <laughs> after that, we did the orientation and Kiefer Sutherland was there. Whoa. And then they do like a lot of movie screenings there. So celebrities would be there a lot. And one time Anthony Jesselnik came in and I was freaking out. And I think when he was walking out, I was standing at the ticket taker booth. And I think I was like, Because I knew that he used to work at Arclight. So I was like, you used to work here, right? He was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, yeah, I I think I'm... I don't remember if I got too nervous to mention stand-up or something. But he was reading a book. And I was like, oh, what book are you reading? Also, not a good story. But then I saw him at the comedy store and I told him. Also, not a cool story. He was like, okay, awesome. (laughs) But I, I love Anthony Jesselnik. Me too. Trying to think what other celebrities I saw at Arclight. I mean, there were a lot. 
There were a lot of celebrities who came. Oh, and then when I was bored at work, we have like ArcLight memberships. Have I talked about this before? Oh, with uh, with Michael Rappaport, I talked about this. Mm-hmm. I would like look up celebrities who are members at ArcLight. Never really had any luck. <gasps> Speaking of foot things, someone said Captain. Uh, oh, I just spit when I said Captain. Whoa, nasty. Captain underscore Hornswoggle said, you know all your foot photos are on WikiFeet. <gasps> Let's check it out. WikiFeet.com. Search Ali Makofsky. Oh. <gasps> wow, I'm here. Oh, my God. How do people have my feet? Oh, someone. Oh, the people from the foot Instagram posted my feet. By the people, you mean the two dudes? The two guys on my foot Instagram posted my feet. Wow. Not trustworthy people on there. Hmm. Banned. Oh, you can't. What? Can't ban them. Can't even get on the account. No, I can't get on the account. That's fine. See, this goes perfectly into my... uh, Into my... Just go all in on the feet. No more hiding. <laughs> you know? Yep. My feet are on wiki feet. If you want to check them out. My little sausages. Wow, they're good. They are good. People who liked Ali Makovsky's feet also liked Kristen Bell. Caitlin Olson. Emma Stone. Okay. Saw her, someone commented, you can comment on this. Saw her on Joe Rogan's podcast. She's real funny and insanely cute. Just a shame there's no better quality pics of her feet out there. <laughs> oh, just wait until I start posting my own feet for fun. These are the pictures you put on there? Yeah, these are the <laughs> pictures I put on my Instagram. Hell yeah. That's crazy. I can't believe... These mofos. You have a tattoo on the back of your foot. Yeah, I have this stupid globe tattoo I got on my ankle. When I was in Israel, I think I only had like one other tattoo at that point. Uh And I was in Israel and I was like, I want to keep remembering to travel. So I got a globe and he (laughs) totally messed it up. It looks so bad. Okay. This is what people like. My foot rating stats. 10 people have said my feet are beautiful. Two people have said they're nice. Four people have said they're okay. Three people called them ugly. How rude. Okay, the shoe size isn't set. If anyone wants to edit that, you can feel free to uh, put in eight. I'm a size, my shoe size is eight. If you want to get real specific. Are you still looking at my feet pics, Anthony? Tom texted me, asked me what time the Don't Tell comedy thing is. The show's. Don't know. Just go on the website. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have that much information. I'm just showing up. Um. Wow. That's pretty cool. I'm on WikiFeet. Hell yes. I should have posted better foot pics. Damn it. <laughs> I really trusted those guys. <laughs> Did you, like, say, please don't post these on 
wiki feed? No, I don't care that much. I mean, I just thought it was funny to make some money on. See, but that goes into my theory on why I would never let Send that nudes. guy, yeah, pay $200 for a topless photo. Because right. then he posted on wiki tits or whatever. Yeah. And then. Is there wiki tits? No, I don't know. Oh. But it's like, yeah, I'm not going to. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Okay, this person asks a good question. Seamus Two Shoes asks, do you think you would survive if you found yourself on a date with Ted Bundy? I think so. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Because maybe I would be into him because he's like charming and pretty good looking. But if he was all like come back to my place or like get in my car, I'm too much like let me do this on my own. Like I'll drive. I don't think, I think, yeah, I think I'd survive. Maybe not. Who knows? He doesn't look that strong. But he did kill a lot of people. So what do I know? Did you watch the Night Stalker documentary? Yes. Mr. Richard Ramirez, a damn freak. I didn't watch it, but I heard that there's like a part where they just kind of glossed over. What? Where he broke into this couple's house, mm-hmm. shot them both in the face, and they just got up and chased him out of the house. Um, I don't think they got shot in the face. That was what I heard. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was interesting because he didn't kill everyone. But yes, he did get scared, and that was pretty interesting. Also, yeah, he just, like, assaulted a lot of people, too. Like, he huh. killed them, but some people he just, like, assaulted sexually and physically. Right. Yeah, and then he was all, like, a Satanist and whatnot. He was pretty good looking. Like, he, like, he has this weird look, so, like, if he were young and around today, he'd be, like, a model for, like, some weird hip-like magazine. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But then the older he got, it got bad. But he was pretty good looking, but also freaky. Like, good looking in the sense of, like, he looked weird. Mm-hmm. <sighs> N. Ross 06 asked, what kind of friends did you have in high school? None. I didn't really have close friends. Yeah. Hmm. I had a lot of friends, but no one I was, like, that close with. I went through kind of like each year I kind of had like a new core group, but I'm kind of a lone wolf, you know, Allie likes to do things her own way. I ride solo. John with a lot of underscores after his name said, would you rather date an Omegle match or have a year long UTI? I would rather do almost anything than have a year long UTI. UTIs are awful. It's the most painful freaking experience ever. And it's so uncomfortable and infuriating because it feels like you constantly have to pee. And then when you go pee, it's just a trickle. And sometimes you can't even like hold it in. So then you just like trickle pee in your pants. It's awful. It's so bad. I would suck off a 600 pound <laughs> rather than get a year-long UTI. How do, you, do you get them easy? How do you get them? Well, you can get them a lot of ways. It's when, like, uh, typically, like, poop bacteria gets into your cooch. Hmm. So that can just, like... Ha- well, it can happen from a lot of things, actually. So it can happen from, like, bacteria getting into your cooch or rooch or 
Um, so like typically from sex, if you're kind of like moving all around and it's going in and out and out the door and back in and all the things, definitely you can get it from that. That's why they say you should pee before and after doing the deal to prevent it. Cause I guess pee just like kills the bacteria or something. And then you can get it from being constipated because, uh, your stomach, your like poop area, um, your intestines are right behind your bladder. And so if you're constipated, it'll push on your bladder. And, um, if your bladder is restricted, that could cause bacteria to grow. So that could be another thing. Um, but yeah, they're so uncomfortable. Drink a lot of water, pee before and after doing the deal. And there's a stuff called D dash manos and that's like and that's something that can help if you know that you're gonna get freaky take one of those beforehand that's yeah but have you ever gotten one from like sleeping with someone new yeah oh yeah oh. it's very common oh. why well, i'm just curious mm-hmm. <laughs> no because my girlfriend got one like right when we first started dating oh yeah like she got one like right away She's like, oh, this this is happens, and I was like, oh, weird, and no bullshit. She got one like three or four times, like in the first month or yeah. two months that we were like seeing each other. Yeah, it's awful. To the point where I thought she just like didn't want to bone you. Yeah, and then she was just like making an excuse. Oh no, it's so. But painful. she was like taking antibiotics, so I was like, maybe not. Yeah, no, it's awful. Yeah. And then when I was at my homeboy's house, who I've been boning. I got one and it was so bad that I like woke up at like 3 or 4 a.m. And I had to like make a bath because I was in so much pain. So I was just like chilling in the bath, like feeling like I was dying. Yeah, it really is a buzzkill. And then when you work like a part-time job or something and you have a UTI... That is awful because they can last like multiple days. So mm -hmm. you can't call out of work for like four days in a row. So then you're at work just feeling like you're about to piss yourself all the time or like taking bathroom breaks every minute. It is terrible. It's so bad. Flanny underscore bar said, is 31 too late to have a successful stand-up career? I think it's never too late. If it's something you really want to do, like, who cares how old you are? Just start doing it. That's my opinion. That's all I have to say about that. Who cares how old you are? Do it. What? Okay. So, my followers fluctuates, you know, like, you know, I have like 66 point blank thousand. And I was at like 66.9. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it went down to like 66.5. That's 400 followers I lost, you know, within like, I don't know how long. And then I just checked. I was at like 66.6 yesterday or something. Mm -hmm. And now I'm at 66.8, but nothing's changed. Hmm. Like, it, like no one's like promoted me on something or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's so bizarre. Some people get really worked up over followers and, like, losing them. I don't really care. But I always just find it fascinating, like, when you drop off a lot of followers at a certain point. I'm like, what did I post that, like, dropped them off? Or, like, 
especially right now when I gained like 200. It's like, what did I, I haven't really posted anything. Maybe they all saw my wiki feed. Hmm. Now I got the heads turning. Maybe I'm like, the, I'm on the front page of wiki feed or something. That's totally what happened. That is exactly what happened. Did I post it? No, I mean, unheard of. What do I have going on this week? You don't skateboard anymore, huh? No, I mean, I have my board in my car in case I feel like it, but no, I just don't skate that often anymore. Because I feel like you get to, I mean, for me, I just like got to a certain point where like, I still like, if one of my friends is like, let's go skate, I'm like, okay, sure. Like I went skating a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and I just kind of like push around. I go down the ramps. I try, I do like shove it and some uh, ollies, but it's just hard to learn like, like kick flips. Like I don't want to be like falling and hurting myself. Like I'm, I like, I'm comfortable with how I'm skating now. Like I feel confident in my skating abilities to be able to go to the skate park or like skate the street or whatever and like be fine. But trying to like learn all these tricks and stuff. Is there an earthquake? No. Sometimes. Sometimes I feel like there's an earthquake. Like I'll be terrified of earthquakes. Really? Yeah. Remember my old apartment? That we did like the very first two podcasts in and then didn't yeah. end up doing anything. They were like retrofitting that place because there was like a like a 4.0 earthquake or 5.0 earthquake or something. Uh-huh. And they realized that the building was like built like way too long ago and that it hasn't been retrofitted. And then if there was an earthquake, it would probably collapse. Damn. Why are you so afraid of earthquakes? For that reason. The collapse, being in a building, and then shit just collapses. Have you been in an earthquake before? I mean, yeah, but like not like anything crazy. But I know this guy that um, he's older. He's like in his 60s or 70s, and he was in the Northridge one. He lived in Northridge when it happened. And like he was saying that it was like he thought it was like the end of the world. Like there was like, I mean, houses fell over. Yeah. People like got into really bad car accidents. There was, like, a part of the street that he lived on that, like, completely cracked open and, like, gas lines blew and, like, there was fires and shit. Yeah. And that was, a, like, Northridge was only, like, a six point something, I think. Let me look it up. But it's fucking terrifying. I know. I kind of, like, love the feeling of earthquakes. Like, it's fun. You're but tripping. then, But then there was one somewhat recently, like, months ago. Maybe, like five months ago or six months ago or something and it freaked me out like i like it in the moment and like once it's over and you know that you're (laughs) safe it's like oh that was kind of fun but then it freaks you out because you're like what if they're like the aftershock or what if like this is just the small one before the big one so then i like freaked out because this happened at night i think it was like 10 p.m that the earthquake happened so i'm like packing a to-go bag in case like like i don't have it like i'm gonna bring sweatpants and like my jewel charger Right. And a LaCroix from my counter. I was never like that scared of them. In Northridge, by the way, it was a six. Yeah. Which like, you know, it was big, but like, it's not like crazy. Like in Turkey and like other places, there's like fucking seven point somethings and shit. Yeah. And what really, because I was, I've never liked them. They always kind of like freaked me out, but I was never like deathly afraid of them. And I'm not, but like. 
what changed my opinion was I worked at a casino. <gasps> That's in, fun. In Temecula. Uh-huh. And for some reason, the orientation for the casino, it was like eight hours long. Five hours was like casino etiquette and like... What were you doing at the casino? Bartending. Oh, okay. And five hours of the eight-hour orientation was like, you know, how to look out for people that have like gambling addictions and like how to turn them away properly and like... Do you remember what that was? What, how, how do you... How can you... It doesn't... Well, there there was a lot of people there that would like bring all of the money they had in the world, <clears throat> lose it all, mm-hmm. and then break down and have a mental break in the Oof. middle of the casino. Yeah. And then fucking ask for it back. Yeah. How do you and spot not get that person? Back. I don't know. Just like some. I don't know. I don't remember. Because they paying have. Attention there. When I went to the casino on New Year's, they have. I didn't realize this. There's a private room for high. Yeah. What's it called? High high stakes, high stakes gambling. Yeah. <sighs> I wish I could go money. in and just watch. You can just gotta pretend like you have a lot of money. Huh. Unless there's like a guard at the door that's like, "Give me a thousand dollars before you." Yeah, no, there wasn't a guard at the door. I should have just tried to go in. Uh, I just learned how to play. I've been playing a lot of cards. I love this game called King's Corner. Me and my grandma used to play it all the time. King's Corner, great game. Look it up if you want to play a card game. I'm playing a lot of Uno. Lo- mm-hmm. Love Uno. It's not exactly a casino type game. Though. No, but they should. They should have Uno at the casino. I love Uno. I'm good at it sometimes. And yeah. then uh, I just learned... Oh, and the- yeah. I just learned how to play Pasoy. Don't know what that is. Oh, that's a fun one. And so now I know like hands for poker, mm-hmm. full house. Interesting. Flush. <laughs> straight. Straight. Royale. I don't know the Royale. Me neither. I don't know any of that, of that stuff. But the orientation, it was like casino shit, obviously. And then like an hour on like, I guess, sex trafficking in that area mm. is like huge. So like how to look out for that or whatever. And then for some reason... The head of security was also like a retired seismologist or whatever it was, like the person that studies uh earthquakes. And then two hours was like what to do if there's an earthquake. Because like half of the casino is underground, like half the operation, like you're underground. Like when you go take a lunch break and you need to change clothes or like there's an entire other world under every casino. So like what do you do if there's a fucking the big one? And that's what he like that's what he was saying and he fucking scared the shit out of me yeah because he was like imagine like the tectonic plates in california is like a rubber band and over the course of the last 200 years or whatever i guess every 200 years there's like a ridiculously large earthquake so over the past 220 years because we're overdue which is like you know people have been saying that forever but we're overdue so he said think of it as like a rubber band and you just keep stretching it and every time you stretch it it gets a little bit further and you stretch it a little bit more and eventually it's going to snap and i guess that's where we're at and he said like it's not a matter of if there's an earthquake it's a matter of when and he said it's like i guess like people who study earthquakes and this was like three years ago that we had this he said people who study earthquakes say that in the next 30 years it's like a hundred percent guarantee that california will see like another at least 6.5 or above earthquake and i was just yeah. sitting there like what the fuck i don't want to know would be a good place 
Yeah. And a lot of nah, loose cash. Sure, maybe if there's a world to come back to after. But he was like, and he's like, imagine, you know, you're underground or like even if you're not, like you're just at, there, imagine if the big one hit. Yeah. The freeways, they're going to be like jam packed. Lights. Oh, are, yeah. Lights no, are out. Yeah. There's probably going to be fires. Yeah, you got to be on foot. Yeah, but you're fucked. Or have a motorcycle or a dirt bike or Motorcycle's something. Motorcycle's a way to go. Yeah. Until someone is erratically driving and then you get hit and die. Yeah. Yeah, you know, when the time comes, whatever. Whatevs. I was watching Titanic. For sure. What would you do? Would you be the guy who, like, lays in bed with the girl? No. Would you take someone's gun and just shoot yourself? Would you know. try and survive? I don't know. That movie was traumatic for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I was like, what would I do? I, I was just Because like, I'm a child it. now, but like, I'll be a man one day. But then there's the kids in the Titanic. Oh. And then, you know what I realized? People are always like, oh, Rose. Rose said she'd never let go, and then she lets go of his hand. I just rewatched it. She says she'll never let go of the promise. The promise to like live a full life and find and move on and do all the things she wants to do. She said she'll never let go of the promise, not his hand. He was dead. What did you, what do you want her to do? People don't that like women. It's so depressing. It's so depressing. Oh, I so love depressing. depressing movies. Let me know in the comments below other depressing movies because I love watching sad stuff. I want to cry. La La Land. No. It's depressing. No. You not seen it? I want to cry. I don't Have you wanna... seen it? Yes, I saw La La Land. Good. I did. I think I did cry when I watched La La Land. Is that good, the most recent movie. movie you cried watching? I don't think. Oh, you know what? I did cry. Because so I was going through a breakup and I was like, that's so true. <laughs> What's the. Do you remember what the first movie you cried in was? Probably Land Before Time. Huh. I don't think but I've ever seen that. It's sad. It's like Disney shit. Kind yeah. Of. It's not a Disney movie, I don't think, or it might be, but it's like. The mom dinosaur dies right in the beginning. Mm. And I watched it when I was like two and like I had a weird attack. You remember two-year-old memories? I just remember being sad as fuck. Yeah. And then um, what's the hardest you've ever like cried in a movie though? Like, Star is Born in theaters. Like, so, like sobbed. Out loud. Sobbed. I was, I was crying like this. I was like. <laughs> and snot was running down my nose uncontrollably. And that even happened the second time I watched it. Mm -hmm. last christmas 2019 so i was like oh it's not gonna get me this time and once again i was <laughs> in the same year i made the same mistake twice of seeing i think it was like 20 i know it wasn't the same year it couldn't have been in 2014 my grandma died of cancer and that wasn't it wasn't a good time just because she was like you know everyone's she was like the rock of the family you know so she, she was she dwayne passed. johnson of the family <laughs> yeah yeah she was Dwayne Johnson <laughs> um but she she passed from cancer and then like a month or two later I went and saw with my girlfriend at the time a fault in our stars <gasps> oh yeah that f dude I I like was grabbing my jacket crying like out loud crying and like it was just embarrassing luckily we were the only ones in the theater and then two years later my dog had died Gee, of like of 14 i know 14 14 year old little tinkerbell died and then for some reason like a month let later, me guess tinkerbell was a small white dog 
It's exactly what of she course. Was. Jesus Christ. And <laughs> um, like a month after she died, I was like, oh, let's go see a, a dog's purpose. The stupidest. Jesus. It's not even a You love g- to torture yourself. No, That's even- why you do this podcast every week. Oh, Anthony's <laughs> bullied. He loves it. You're a BDSM freak. Dude, that movie isn't even good. It's not even that sad. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd just be stupid. But at the time... I was just like, holy fuck, dude. And I was like out loud crying in the movie theater like a bitch. Dog Sucked. movies are sad. And yeah. then Except teen, for Bingo. I don't even know what or that Air is. Or Bud. Yeah. But I mean like dog like dying movies are sad. <laughs> right. But also like teenage sick movies. Yeah. Where there's like a stars, sick... A Walk to Remember. Oh, I loved A Walk to Remember. That was my mom's shit when I was like growing up. She loved that movie. Oh, you but... know what other movie I just rewatched? Never been kissed. Never seen it. With uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. So good. And then I watched for the first time The Wedding Singer. I know. For the first time? Yeah. There's so many movies I haven't seen. It's classic. It's so good. Really good. Yeah. That's like his best movie. Yeah. Um, I remember the first movie I cried in. I went to go see uh, live action Peter Pan in theaters. The one with Jeremy Sumpter, who was so hot at the time. No. Peter Pan. Never even heard of it. Peter Pan with Jeremy Sumpter, who was such a babe at the time. Now, not so much. But I remember watching it. And when him and Wendy were fighting, I started weeping. Because I was like, it's like my mom and dad. I was fully sobbing. That was the first time I remember crying at a movie. I was like, why do I have feelings now? Have you ever cried like out of like excitement or joy? Yeah, Christmas when I got the computer. Well, uh, well, that's different. I mean, like when you're like watching something. Oh, yeah. When you get like that emotional, like happy cry, you're like, that's so sweet. Or just like some shit happened in a show and you're just like, oh, my God. That happens a lot with like those home improvement shows. Uh, I was thinking it's going to sound stupid, but I was watching Better Call Saul like the last season. Okay. Don't make that face. It's such a good show. Okay. It's so good. I but miss the, the final like episode. I was just like, it was so good that I was like on the edge of my seat, but also like that was so good. And then also like, what the fuck's going to happen? But also this is so good. And then I was just like tearing up and I was like, why am I tearing? Wow. Yeah. I miss a uh, extreme home makeover. You know why they stopped doing that? Why? Because they would. Don't tell me type. Pennington or whatever his name is is a rapist. He's a full-blown child rapist. No. No, he's not. Oh. Um, no, no, no. So what they would do, and it's kind of I was funny. like, no wonder the kids' rooms in that shows were always good. It's <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think about it, but they would go in, as you know, take like a whatever house, knock it the fuck down, but it's still on a piece of property, and that's technically what you own when you own a house is like the property. The so land then their property value on. goes way up, the and property their mortgage. value goes from like a hundred grand or two hundred grand to now they have this mansion, and it would be like their property value would like fucking increase by like twenty percent or thirty percent mm. or like astronomically increase, and then the people will like have to fucking sell the house like a little bit later, yeah, and then move out. Or like go to, they would go to TLC or ABC or whatever like company it was. Be like, dude, what the, like, you didn't tell us this would happen. Yeah, well, they should have known. My parents do the complete opposite where they always have the person come over to their house to remortgage it. And then they're just hoping that the value goes down each time. Smart. 
My dad very does that Jewish. a lot. Very yeah. Jewish. My dad does that a lot. He's always like, oh, I'm having the mortgage person come over. Larry, Larry, Larry. He still has my Hanukkah money. My grandma, I went over to her place. She was like, has your dad given you the Hanukkah money? <laughs> nope. I just texted him about it. I said, you still have it, right? He just sent you a picture of a cigar. He's like, yeah, this is what I bought. <laughs> yeah, I got got myself a little gift. Um. Okay. Great episode. Good times. Please leave comments. I want to know what you're thinking, what I should do with my hair. I forget what the other one was that I wanted your feedback on, but comment. Depressing movies. What? Oh, yeah. Depressing movie recommendations or like good classic movies like Never Been Kissed. That's like a like a feel good movie. Have you ever the seen wedding She's series? All That? She's All That. Who's it's that Freddie, one? Freddie Prince Jr. and some chick that's not around anymore. Hmm. Brittany Murphy? Nope. Oh. I don't know her name. I don't know. Maybe I have. I want to say Usher's in it. Paul Walker's in it. Whoa. Like before Fast and the Furious, Paul Walker. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Pretty good. It's like a teenage fucking whatever the fuck movie. Like coming of age? Like high school movie, kind of, yeah. But it's like good. Yeah. Like for the time. I like coming of age movies. Okay, give me movie recommendations. Like this video. Subscribe to my YouTube. Check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allie Makovsky. Leave a review on iTunes or whatever, and have a good week. I'll see you later. Bye.